What's up, everybody, and thank you for listening to Mastering the Mindset. My name is Darius Dotch, and I'm an actor, hip-hop artist, and fitness and life coach. And I'm here to personally help you train and improve your mindset so that you can, one, become the best version of yourself mentally, and two, gain focus and motivation to be able to take action and achieve the success in life that you want and deserve. Before we get started, please like and subscribe to my channel, and at the end of this episode, if you liked it, please share it with a friend or a loved one or someone who will benefit from hearing this message. I'm so glad you're here and I'm ready to go on this journey with you. And that journey begins now. All right, and welcome back to another episode. Today, we're going to be talking about how your thinking changes the function and the structure of your brain and specifically positive thinking. Now, what I'm not going to do is sit here and give you this cliche, rah, rah, think positive and all your problems go away spiel. Now, some motivational speakers or coaches, they take that approach. But if you've been listening to me, you know that I give you some facts and some examples of how things I talk about play out in life. So I'm going to give you some information from a few scientific studies that go with this topic. And I'm going to use it to show you how your thinking, your positive thinking will change your brain and change the function of it as well. And research shows over and over again that positive thinking has an effect on you. And if you think about it in terms of your body, if you decide to wake up and you work out, if you work out every day or a few times a week, right, over and over again, you will eventually see changes in your body the same exact way if you have a certain specific thought or a new thought. New thoughts create new neural pathways, and these new neural pathways disrupt old ones, and this is going to lead to real change, change that lasts in your cognitive function. So let's talk about the brain for a second to break it down a little bit better so we can understand how this works. So your brain has billions I think it's about 80, 80 billion neurons. And these are, are those are little specialized cells that transmit information through the brain's nervous system, th through the brain and the nervous system. And these neurons are connected together by synapses. That's S-N-S, sorry, wow. That's S-Y-N-A-P-S-E-S. And I had to spell that out for me because it sounds like synopsis, right? Like the synopsis of a play. Anyway. The synopses are how the neurons communicate with each other. So when you think a thought or perform a certain action, your neurons fire in a particular pattern that correlates with that thought or that action. And over time, if you do the same thing over and over again, if you think the same thought over and over and over again, if you do the same actions over and over and over again, over time, you can change the actual pattern and structure of those connections in your brain. And this is called neuroplasticity which means that your brain, no matter how old you are, can actually start to change itself. It's how you can adapt and change to new things that come in your life. Now, unfortunately for us, it is easier for kids to learn new things. That's why they learn so fast at younger ages compared to adults. Kids learn way faster. It's why as an adult, it's harder to learn a musical instrument or a new language. Now, does it mean you can't learn? No, it just takes longer, more effort. I'm even starting to notice at my ripe age of 36. And I can remember when I first started acting and I would be in shows with older people, the vets, and I would see them struggle with getting their lines down. And if any of my older theater people are tuning in right now, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about that other actor. We know, you know, the other person. And I would look at them 
and think like, damn, they, they are really struggling with those lines. Now, fast forward, I'm starting to see I'm slowly on my way, because when I tell you I didn't have some moments on stage and I used to always crack up when I saw other actors call another actor his character's name, like let's say if he or she was playing the role of Mac and they walk on stage and they say, look at me when I'm talking to you, Mac, uh, 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 James, look at me, James. <laughs> and I used to laugh and karma and life definitely caught up with me because it damn sure happens to me. I was on stage one time in a heated scene, too. I was in a skeleton crew at Yellow Tree Theater and I was playing a character named of Reggie in a scene with Dez. And in this heated moment, I'm yelling and I say hard and wrong. I say, well, what the hell do you want from me, Reggie, Dez? And first of all, let me tell you, I don't know how I kept it all together because I was rolling on the inside. Second of all, my point is the younger you are, the easier it is to learn things like lines. But you can still learn things at older ages, right? Like if you started to learn the piano, if you practice every day, you could learn the piano. Areas of your brain start to restructure themselves so that processing music can become easier and stick in your brain. Your brain learns and rewires itself to learn and memorize music and notes and where your fingers are on the piano to make certain chords and what they sound like in relation to where your fingers are on the piano, right? Now, I was listening to a podcast the other day and they talked about this study that was done on taxi cab drivers in London and how to become a cab driver over there. You need to learn the streets. They test you on your knowledge and you have to basically learn all the streets. And they did this study on cab drivers, both when they first started and then again later down the road. And of course, they found that the more they drove as a taxi driver, the part of their brain that processed and learned the map of the city grew. Big surprise. Right. So if your brain can change when you learn a new instrument or when you drive as a cab driver and you learn the city like the back of your hand, do you think the thoughts we think can do the same thing? The answer is yes. One hundred percent. And when you consciously focus on positive thoughts, you activate those neural pathways in your brain that correspond to those thoughts. And the more you use them, the more you think positive. They get stronger and more efficient, which makes it easier to generate more positive thoughts in the future. Now, again, I'm not a person who thinks that, oh, damn, it didn't hit the fan. It's crazy. It's hectic. There's some tragedy that just happened. Let me just think positive all day long and that'll fix it. Now, I don't want you to think that that's what I'm saying. But changing the way you view life and the way you view the world from negativity to positivity does change how you enjoy it, how you Live your life, how you show up in life. And we all know those people, those people that we just like, man, how are they just so damn positive? Every time I see this person, they just have this ball of positive energy. And you might feel like, man, I, I need some of that happy and positive energy for myself. Well, whether that person knows it or not, most of them do know it because they consciously make that choice. But it's a habit. They made the choice to focus on that happiness, to consciously not let negativity bring them down. And over time, their brains keep repeating it. And on the flip side of it, we know those people who do the exact opposite. We all know those negative people who can find negativity in anything, who are always complaining, who can bring the energy of the room down when they get pissed off about something. They're always mad. Right. We know those people. And hopefully that's not true. But for those people, it's hard for them to break out of that negativity because, believe it or not, I don't think they just wake up and say, you know what? 
I want to be as negative as I possibly can today. Give me negativity or give me death. No, nobody truly wants that in their life. But the damn show can seem like they do. Right. And it's because over time they've chosen negativity so much. They've let negativity into their brains over and over and over again until they can't help it. And they see the negative in almost everything. So what we need to do is think of positive thinking as a brain workout, as exercise. And as you think positive, just like your muscles, when you work out, your brain will start to change and grow. Your positive thinking strengthens certain parts of your brain and it weakens other parts of your brain. The more you think positive, the easier it is to do more positive thinking. And the same goes for negative thinking. The more you choose to be in a bad mood and you see only negative, you better believe the more you'll do it, you'll see it, the more it'll show up in your day to day life. Those specific neural pathways that correspond with negativity, they strengthen pessimism. And the stronger they get, the more efficient they get, meaning it's easier to think negative than it is positive. So it's safe to say, and if you know those people that are always pessimistic, it's safe to say negative thinking patterns are hard to break. And this is why it's ingrained deep in your brain. And how do you disrupt these patterns? You do it by consciously Thinking different thoughts, things that are positive. And like I always say, you can't control your first thought, but you can control your second thought. If that negative thought comes in, you can make the choice to bring forward a new one. You can activate different neural pathways in your brain. And if you do this over and over again, over time, you strengthen those and the negative ones get weaker and weaker and you actually stop using them as much. What's up, what's up, what's up? I want to take a quick moment to say thank you so much for listening to this episode and to also let you know that this podcast is 100% donation driven, which means it's completely funded by you, the listener. So if you like the content I have to offer, I would love it if you can make a donation and you get to pick the amount. I left links in the description of the video as well as my homepage. You can choose which way benefits you the best to donate. And if you need more options, please feel free to email me at DariusDotch at gmail.com. That's D-A-R-I-U-S-D-O-T-C-H at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for being here and let's get back to it. Okay. Okay. So I can hear you through the internet right now, through your phone or your speakers or whatever you're listening to me on. I can read your mind and I know what you're thinking. You're saying, okay, Captain Positive. Okay, Mr. Sunshine. I optimistic prime. All this sounds good, but does this really work? How can you prove it? Okay, let's get to it. Study number one, and I'm about to read this verbatim. One study published in the Journal of Psychiatric Psychiatric Research found that practicing positive affirmations for just four weeks led to significant changes in brain activity in areas that were associated with self-processing and emotional regulation. So for all those people who think positive affirmations don't work or that is silly or stupid, there's science that proves that with just four weeks of it, it led to significant changes in brain activity. And participants of this study reported feeling less anxious and having more self-confidence after practicing affirmation. And all of this was shown in brain activity when their brains were scanned after going through this process. So, boom, study number one. Number two, this study was published in the Journal of Social, Cognitive and Effective Neuroscience. They found that when test subjects were trained to focus on positive images instead of negative images, They had changes in brain activity in areas that were associated with emotional regulation and 
attentional control. And these changes, check this, they were still present six months after this training ended. So what this means is the effect of positive thinking can be something that's long lasting. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, that's number two. Let's keep going. Three, neuroimaging studies have shown that positive thinking can increase activity in the prefrontal cortex of people's brain. And this is the part of the brain that's responsible for executive functions, which is decision making, planning and impulse control. Hmm. Interesting. So positive thinking can help you make better decisions. Boom. Study number three. Should I keep going? Yeah, Dodge, keep going. Okay, I will. Number four, studies have shown that positive thinking can actually decrease activity in the amygdala. And that's the part of the brain that's responsible for processing fear and other negative emotions. So positive thinking can control this part of your brain and can lead to you having a lesser amount of fear. Huh. Interesting. And I could keep going, but you get the point. Positive thinking changes your brain in a positive way. Another study says that it increases the amount of dopamine you produce. And dopamine is, of course, what makes you feel good, what makes you happy. It also gives you motivation. So positive thinking and being conscious when you are thinking negative will change your brain in positive ways. Now, before I end this, I do want to say that this ain't a cure all for anything. This will not cure clinical depression or things that just aren't curable. That's something that's way more serious than we'll be talking about today. Those are things that you literally can't control. But for the other 99% of people who self-sabotage with negative thoughts, we do have control over the way we think, at least that second thought. You can't always help the first one, but you absolutely can change the thoughts after it for those people. For those folks, positive thinking can absolutely be beneficial. And science proves it. And like I say on here a lot, this ain't something that's going to happen overnight. This will take effort, a conscious effort and time. It's just going to take time. What I don't want is for you to leave this episode thinking that you're going to be thinking 90 percent different thoughts by next week. Nope. It's going to take work. OK, it, that's, this just doesn't work like that. This is going to take effort. That's going to have to be a part of you. It's going to have to become part of who you are. You're going to have to become a person who is positive. And to get there, you're going to have to practice gratitude. Take notes of what you're grateful for. Being aware or making yourself aware of all the things that are positive in your day. Think about those things you're grateful for. And it don't have to be something big. It can be something super small. Like right now. I have a cup of coffee that I made and it's really, really good. And I'm really enjoying this cup of coffee. Simple. I'm grateful for coffee. Also, what we have to do is use positive affirmations. And look, I get it that your BS meter might be going off when somebody says to use positive affirmations. I get that. And actually, I struggled with this at first. Like, really? It seems like it was silly. Then I listened to a life coach who I follow. Ed Milet is his name. And he broke it down in a way that's way more realistic. He says that it has to be true and it has to be present tense. Has to be true, present tense, and it has to be empowering. I'm going to say it again. True, present tense, and empowering. So, for example, I tell myself I'm capable of creating the life I want. 
I'm capable of creating the life I want or I fully believe I'm capable of generating the wealth I strive for. Instead of saying something like, oh, the money is flowing to me from all areas of the universe. Money is on its way and I'm claiming it right here, right now. That's not as real, right? So practice true positive affirmations and this is going to lead to you believing in yourself more and again this takes time and what better time to start than now it only takes a few sec a few seconds out of your day and you get 86,400 of them every day so yes you can do it anywhere at any time you can do it brushing your teeth driving to work at work in that boring meeting you wish you didn't need to be in you can practice it in your head right then and there won't nobody know you can literally do it anytime. And another thing we can do to change our thinking is surround yourself with more positivity. That one is big. Do you need to separate yourself from people who are always negative? Do you have to unfollow some people on social media? Do you have to follow more positive people? And I definitely do that. Some folks on social media, I have to mute them. I mute their page because they're always negative. Certain political pages that pop up in my news feed, I mute them or I unfollow. And lately I've been following a lot of motivational pages or pages that focus on how to grow a podcast or how to grow your music career. Right. I'm trying to surround myself with as much positivity as possible. So make your external environment match what you're trying to do with your internal environment. So I know this was a lot of talking about thinking positive but take it from a person who's been practicing this. I will admit it. It was off and on at first, but since the middle of the pandemic, I've been doing it since then. And we all remember how that was. We all went through some kind of mental problems that we had to work through. And during that time is when I started this podcast because I started listening to other folks and applying it in my life. And I realized it was working and helping me. So I decided to try and be that light for other folks. And fast forward, here we are, and I'm still at it because it works. I've experienced so much growth and progress towards my goals and dreams, and I love it, and I want that for you too. So have a great day, and let's get it. So that's what I got for you today. If you like this episode, please share it with somebody, somebody that can benefit from this, somebody who is a friend or a family member, somebody who has goals and is trying to improve their lives. So thank you again and let's get it in.